0: common sense recap of the day's biggest stories it's john Katz and rita cosby cats and cosby on 77 wabc
1: what the hell's going on
2: (laughs) hey john i have to tell you something it is a disgrace what has taken place and the manner in which it's taken place Uh, um the federal reserve Board's Finally, finally did something that made some sense by saying that they're bringing in somebody to supervise uh, the enforcement actions of the Federal Reserve. Because there's no doubt in my mind that they have allowed a number of institutions, particularly the one out there in California, uh, uh, to operate. As if there's no supervision whatsoever, none. Well, but can't Uh, they, they, uh, Senator? Can't they
1: put that supervisor in or that overseer in without wiping out the bank?
2: Well, (laughs) they had listen. They had to close the bank in California. It 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 just went too far. It just went too far. Um, I uh, I have to uh, tell you, you can't operate a bank. If you're making loans to people who can't pay back uh, to people who really should not be getting it, but you're doing it, why? Oh, because they have this new scientific thing. Oh, because they're friendly to the environment. No, the question is when you make the loan, can they pay it back? Do they have a business uh, uh, that can support it? Right? No, this is they, – they allowed this institution out in California to do things that should have been stopped a long time ago. It should never have been permitted, and they, they've allowed this to go on. Now, with respect to signature, I have not been on the board for a number of years now, but I, I have to tell you um, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if the cryptocurrency operation, which they – brought in when I was on the board, but it was well-controlled and being well-monitored initially uh, and was making the bank money. And, and it was being conducted within four corners. In other words, it would, was being done by customers of the bank with other customers of, of, of the bank. And and it, it saved the, the customers money etc the bank made money etc and would seem to be going well now i've been off the board now uh, for i guess it's about 3 years i have not kept up with its operation and uh, the, the, it was doing terrific and so it came it was a great shock to me to find out that they went from a bank that, that was earning all kinds of money to being closed, and and so what the what the board did do, I want to say this to you. Um, I commend them for finally saying we're going to appoint this person who is responsible to see that the federal regulators are doing their job, and they have not been, John. Let me tell you. Well, the head of the
1: SEC, the head of the SEC, because they oversee the banks too, uh, was the CFO at Lehman Brothers, and you know what a disaster that was. And also was, uh, what what, what did he do in the old Bank of America from North Carolina? No, from San Francisco, right?
2: Yep, that was a disaster. And I think, I want to say this, uh, for all their uh, I, I think, a lack of supervision. They stepped in quickly as it relates to the bank out in California, did what they had to do, and just today announced that they are going to look for a report on the supervision that has taken place. And you're going to find out that there are lots of other banks that are on the brink. You, you understand? They're on the brink because they've been pushing out loans that they shouldn't oh. be pushing out. You're right. They're fighting. But They're By fighting. the way, Judge Weinberg is
1: jumping up and down Senator. in his chair. Senator, Senator. He's jumping up and down. Wait, one second. Take it easy, Judge. I'm yeah, calming
3: down. I'm calming he's down. Jumping, he's he's down. jumping up
4: and down in his chair. I have never seen you like this. Go ahead, Judge. Senator, sure.
3: You are so correct. They're giving out money to these woke corporations that don't you have a it. business model that's not viable it. because it's feel-good wokeism. For, for wind and solar energy, right, it doesn't right. work. Right. And, it's, and, by the way, that's the same Department of Labor rule that they're pushing out so that pension money, Senator, can be invested, okay, and letting them off the hook when they put it into all these Green New Deal fantasy investments. So pensions that, are next.
2: And you're going to find out that the nation has a lot of banks, a, a great number of banks who are in <coughs> this position. They may not be as in critical as the as, as one in California or even Signature, but they're in trouble. Hey, King. that is just as the judge indicated, because they've been pushing out this money that they shouldn't have been, that they were not capitalized to the extent that they could make these loans, and, and we are now in a recession. Al- Alice is P-K. This thing is Al- going to take... Where? Where, were, take where is this going? A years to turn this banking situation... Are they still upset
1: around. that Ivanka Trump was on that board five years, ten years ago?
2: Yeah, she was on the board. I think she came to about two meetings that I was at and then was off. I, I don't know why, but she came on, um, did not speak very much,
5: was there, she was a brand new member, and uh, Within six months, she was gone. Hey, Al, Al, this is Pete. Let me ask you, how far is this going to go? If a number of banks are in trouble, can this just go? It'll become systemic, or, or can it be stopped? You oh, think? it is. And,
2: Pete, it is systemic already. Um, I, I, I mm. like what they did. Let me say this to you. As bad as they've been, they have reacted to the crisis like it is a crisis, and are doing what they should. Number 1 make sure everybody gets back their money uh, and indicate that they will because otherwise you'd have a run like you could never see so. Oh well, yes, you would we'll have a yeah. run in
1: every bank on Monday morning. Wow. If they didn't shore it up on Sunday night, every bank would so have so had a run.
2: So you, you got to Except JP
1: double. Morgan and Bank of America maybe. But because they, they, JP Morgan add. it's Jamie Diamond's birthday today. Happy birthday, Jamie.
4: <laughs> wow, what a birthday. <laughs> well, Look at all well, those new deposits he gets. Yeah, he is getting probably a whole bunch. <laughs>
2: he's he's happy that they stepped in and did what they did and said, nobody's going to lose any money. We're going to guarantee all of it. It's not coming from the taxpayers. We're going to take it from our so own
5: will this be stopped then? Is, this, is the uh, you know, uh, damage going to stop? Otherwise, the whole economy uh, can shut down. You're
2: going to see it continue, no. It's not going to stop. You're going to have other institutions, smaller ones. You're going to see the banks.
1: Well, today, First Republic Bank, I understand, survived today. And I understand uh, Jamie Dimon, J.P. Morgan, loaned them, advanced them, gave them, I don't know what the uh, right is, $70 billion to keep them going.
4: Yeah, by the way, they tanked nearly 70% in pre-market trading, uh, First Republic Bank. That's huge. (laughs) Starting this morning. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, and you're going to see other situations where regional banks are in trouble, and you need them. You can't run this country with four or five Agreed. giant banks Agreed. and cut off the regional banks. And and so the larger banks will be helping out, and, and that's a good thing, and and we need it. We absolutely need it. Senator Alphonse
1: you, the motto, we love you, we and do. thank you for telling the way it is. And uh, you should consider going back to the Senate or back to Congress. We need you. You're no. still young.
2: You're a young 85. Listen, I, I enjoy doing what I'm doing I'm spending time with my family. My son is a freshman at Chaminade. My daughter is at Long Beach Catholic. They're both active in sports and in, and in school. And uh, that, that's plenty uh, for
5: uh, me. Uh, and Alice turned it all over to Anthony D'Esposito to be in Congress in my Park. We got to go
2: to a, <laughs> oh.
1: we got go to go to a break. Thank you, Al. Thank you, Senator.
5: It's
0: a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on seventy seven WABC.
4: Let's go to Gordon Chang. Now he's waiting for us. Exactly. We've got the great Asia expert Gordon Chang. So much happening today. My goodness, between Russia, China, Iran. Uh, and certainly none of this looks good uh, for the U.S. Uh, Joining us, Gordon, first of all, what's your reaction, like all this stuff that's been happening, this sort of shift of power and China basically paying the power broker, if you will?
6: Yeah, China has zoomed into the Middle East, filled a vacuum, um, and basically Biden Middle East policy is the worst ever because America's position is collapsing. We see the Saudi kingdom deciding to ditch the United States and the bandwagon with China. And now it's even going to get worse because the Saudi kingdom is pressuring the Gulf Cooperation Councils to ditch the U.S. as well and then to make peace with Iran. Essentially, what we're going to have is China controlling the Middle East and perhaps North Africa as well. Because we've got real problems, Rita people aren't paying attention to Algeria, um which is essentially um attacking an American friend Morocco. This is really, really, really bad
3: and Gordon, it's Richard Wa. I'm very troubled by this because this is not the end game. this is just an opening gamut, don't you think?
6: Yes. And it's going to leave the United States and Israel isolated um, and basically pushed out of the region for quite some time. Now, this is not to say this is permanent. We have seen shifts in power in the Middle East. We have seen times when we've been ascendant and sometimes when we've been on the run. But now we really are on the run and Biden doesn't seem to understand what's going on. And actually, he's doing things which are helping the Chinese push us out. So this is just sort of inexplicable policy and certainly inexcusable.
3: What does this do, Gordon, what does this do to the possibility of stopping the Iranians from getting a a nuclear bomb?
6: Well, it's certainly helping the Iranians do that. And remember, um, they were caught enriching uranium to 86 percent purity. Um, And that means they are very close because you really just need about 90 percent or so. So we don't know exactly what's going on there, but clearly Iran is close to it. Uh, China's been helping it. The United States, and this is not just Biden, this is Biden and basically all of his predecessors going back to Clinton, have really not taken the steps necessary to stop the Iranian program and to stop China's proliferation of nuclear weapons technology around the world.
7: And Gordon, I know you know this. uh, China's talking about a wall of steel militarily, um, which I think would be used as a hammer. And I don't believe the Iranian-Saudi agreement is strong at all. I mean, that's deep, That's a deep-seated uh, disagreement between, uh, you know, the Islam, Islamic religion, uh, one believing in the 12th Amani, the other not. Um, but like you said, Biden spent a whole year beating up Saudi Arabia about Khashoggi. Um, which made no sense to me, uh, you know, because they were our allies, uh, key players in the Abraham Accords, and they've unwinded all of that now. But, but
1: Saudi—China influenced Saudi to become friends with Iran— Saudi
7: hates
1: Washington.
7: Yeah, it won't hold up. Saudi hates Washington. Well, they don't like they don't this don't administration. Trust this they don't like this right. administration. They, this do administration. Do not trust, yes. they do
3: not
1: trust the exactly. Biden administration to do the right thing for their interests. Pete, you had a question. Yeah, why would they act on China's behalf? Because they know that the, uh, that the uh, President
5: Biden or the White House might have un- under-influence from China. Uh, Go ahead. how significant is it, though, that the Philippines have given us four bases in the Philippines— and Japan is increasing its defense budget. Is that any kind of a counterweight to China?
6: Well, it certainly is, because if we go back to the Duterte administration in the Philippines, basically they were walking away from the United States and our treaty obligations to them, and they were trying to stitch up a relationship with Beijing. Fortunately, China pushed the Philippines away, and under Marcos, the current president, Um, they realize that they need the United States. And and the same is true with Japan. Japan has always been a great ally for us, but they're even better than before. All right. The is coalition.
4: Gordon, thank you. You are so terrific. We love you. Gordon Chang, the great Asia expert. His book is... And his Twitter handle, at Gordon G. Chang. 24 hours a day, you'll know what's going on in the Far East. And he has a great book also, John, The Coming Collapse of China.
0: You're commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and Matitis and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC.
1: Now we have Charlie Gasparino, and the number one guy at, uh, at the Fox Business. And uh, it's been a, a rocky and roady day today, uh, uh, Charlie. What do you say? What's going on?
8: Uh, we got. A, I think there was a bank failure somewhere.
1: Really? <laughs> really? Wow! I found out when I was on the way to dinner <laughs> at six o'clock last night.
8: Let me let me pe- check my favorite newspaper, the New York Post. Oh, here it is. Silicon Valley Bank. Yes, it it's it failed.
4: Yeah, and, and the, Signature uh, Bank and too, kind of, of course, Charlie.
8: Oh, yep. Yeah, let me read down a little bit here in the Post. Yes, Signature Bank as well. They Charlie, you to- wrote an article <laughs> about this, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> what what's that?
3: It's Richard Warmer. Did you just write an article about this?
8: Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> are you
6: serious? <laughs> huh?
4: Huh? What so what, what's you going know? on? Are we going to lose any more? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? By the way, people are so freaked out, Charlie. And what? Where, does, where is this headed for consumers? Because no. people are worried.
8: Well, you know, listen, I I think I think they should be worried about mid-sized banks. You know, if you got your money in one of these Local banks, mid-sized banks, you know, just make sure it's 250 and less or have multiple accounts, you know, spread it out a little bit. Because I, I just I just don't think uh, – I just think now is the time – you know, here's the thing. I don't believe this. these are one-offs. There was too much money printing, too much incentivizing of risk that was put in the system that for just to be one signature bank, one – Silicon Valley Bank. I mean, I know there's. I I don't know if it's 2008, and I I essentially wrote that in my my post college. But there's got to be more. There was just way too much stuff done from a policy standpoint that was not good that encouraged risk taking. That there's got to be more of this. And so, if you're a consumer, um, you know how are you impacted by excessive risk taking? Well, if you're passively putting money in a bank account, maybe make sure it's 250 and less because that's the cutoff of the SDIC limit. If you're a consumer and you have stocks, well, maybe look at your portfolio. Are you invested in crypto and weird stuff like that? Do you are you taking flings in, in meme stocks and those you know those crummy companies that have no earnings that for some mm-hmm. reason got you know got you know people were trying to just um, run them up from. Well- uh, on, on, through message board you're, hype. Well, Charlie... I mean, that's the type of stuff you got to do and get conservative. Uh, Charlie... I know, I know consumers have to act. The rest of it is the economy. You know, this is going to take... There's going to be an economic impact for all this. And, you know, that's How kind of out of your How much equity got
1: wiped out between, uh, between California and New York?
8: Signature, that's a good question. I don't know the exact number. It's probably a
1: couple hundred billion,
8: at least a hundred. It, it would have to be. I mean, what was the market cap... Of uh, Silicon Valley Bank when it went under, I think it was a, a
7: 175. Billion. Yeah, 200 yeah. billion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hey Charlie, um, can the government keep this up? Back. I mean, I, John and I were talking about this backstopping tech companies. I mean, yeah. you know, is that a, is that something a road we want to go down now? Where we just well, start they're wiping out the equity, so they got mm-hmm. uh, you know.
1: I think the assets will equal the liabilities. The government is not going to lose money.
7: Because, but the people are going to lose money—is the equity? Well, Kat, you know what? this is going to continue well, every time? I don't
8: ten... know about that. I don't know about the government losing money. And by the way, first of all, if the gov- they're, they're saying it's an FDIC bailout, which isn't technically the government. It's use its bank fees um, get, get the insurance money, but there's not enough insurance money in there. Bank fees are, as you know, passed on to the consumers, so it kind of is. And so, uh, uh, Joe, but, what they do the instead, thing, of here, the John, dollars, the instead of sending now, a
1: billion have, dollars, instead of sending a billion dollars to the Ukraine, the they'll send seven hundred million.
8: Well, that's just whatever. I'm just telling you that if you're telling me that people are getting 100 percent on the dollar. I'm telling you, it's got to be it's got to come from somewhere. Its loan book was inherently risky. And I don't know how um, how liquid some of its loans were. They were to VC companies and private equity. Can you just unwind that and get dollar for dollar what you put in? I have no idea. It it, it was invested in treasuries. And you are you just gonna like I guess what in receivership I've never I'm not a bank you know examiner so I'm just theoretically I guess they could take money from the treasury department or the FDIC. Use that to pay back all depositors' money, good on everything, and 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 wait until the bonds mature, so you get your full fate. You get your money back. Wow. Because the problem is that, that you have to sell immediately. But but by the way, this is a, this is a mess, though. If you if you do this bank by bank, it's insane. Yeah, it you is. know. Um,
4: and, you know, I was going to ask you, Charlie, this is Rita Cosby. Mm-hmm. I want to ask about the politics of this, because I was watching Biden this morning and Biden came out and he was blaming, of course, Trump. He said, uh, like uh, the lack of regulations, as he was saying it, he also blamed Congress. Talk about that, Charlie.
8: Well, listen, I don't want to bore your your, your listeners, but there was some there was a part of Dodd-Frank that was changed. But the way it was described to me, it was change in such a minuscule way. It really didn't have much to do with this. Um, this was <laughs> this was essentially created by keeping interest rates really low, really low. And, and then zooming in, them up. And then and then at some point you got to raise them because we haven't fully.
7: So what's going to happen with the Feds, Charlie? This is Rudy. They're going to back Rudy, up. You think so? Class, I've, yeah. I've seen.
4: To zero, and to they, one whole point, and there's word they may do that today. They were even talking about that.
8: Suppose they back up, and inflation comes back to seven percent. It's it's actually not going down. It won't go
1: up to seven percent, uh, Charlie, because oil is down to the seventies. Yeah, but it's
8: still up. It's at six
1: now. It's just a lag. It's just a lagging
8: period. Yeah, but there's other. Picks, Take my word uh, for it. <laughs> And trust me on this. There's
3: a lot more to uh, who line. do we trust inflation in this conversation? Hey, who do you trust? I'm just, saying
8: that, I'm just saying that if you think inflation is is over, you're crazy because it's always sticky on the way down. And
5: Charlie, so- Charlie I can, can interrupt you for first, a second? Mosey? Charlie, yeah, it's no, Pete I, King. Uh, let me just put, uh, play the antagonist here. If bank doesn't uh, backstop everything and you have always middle-income people who lose their money, and again, 250 isn't that much. Some retire guy. He, uh, yeah, we retired. should save the
1: money and give it to to China. To, to China. We'll give it to the okay. Ukraine. No,
5: no, what does that do to the economy? Not to China. Well, well Ukraine <laughs> Ukraine needs the money to help us. But anyway, any event, what I'm saying is that what does that do to the economy if, again, middle-income people, um, mainly retirees, lose all this money?
8: I mean, it's going to crush the economy. But I think there's a simple solution. Retirees should be looking at... You know, maybe not putting all their money in the bank.
5: Yeah, but that, that's, that, was, that, that was now. I mean, that, that, I mean, was that was then. the future. How about, now? Now? How about yeah, now? How about now? Well, well let, you them, take you the, let, let now. them take notice. Why do yep. you, you it, do that now? And Charlie, until
7: somebody goes to jail, every 10, 15 years, we're going to have this problem. Uh, because no nobody's held no to one accountability.
8: To no one went to jail during the financial crisis. Because you know why? And I hate to say, not that I like yeah. all the guys. Well, some of them I do like. I covered them. But, you know, They're you,
1: good you, guys. You, Scott you, Shea and Joe DiPaolo are good guys.
8: But uh, I don't even know who they are. But <laughs> but, but I, my, my point is, there's no crime called irrational exuberance. You know, when you create incentives to do stupid things in the market, you do stupid things in the market. You they, gamble. Then, then claw back all
7: that money, that bonus money they took. No, there was well, nothing in the city. By the way,
8: that's not a crime either, yeah. getting bogus.
7: We got it. We,
1: Charlie, we got to go. I love you. All right. And thank you for telling us the truth. And God bless you.
0: a common-sense recap of the day's biggest stories it's John Katz and Rita Cosby Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC
1: with us today is Rick Scott the senior senator from the state of Florida and uh, he really knows his stuff and uh, and uh, senator everybody's saying come on down to Florida you guys have 22 million people New York State is down to 20 million. Well, what they keep moving in? What's going on?
9: Well, you know, um, back when I got elected as governor back in November of 2010, there are more people living in Illinois are in New York than Florida, and so I knew my job was to make sure we were number one for job creation. We were number one for a place where your kid to get a good education, they can afford tuition, uh, great K-12 system, and low crime rate. And that's what we did. My eight years, we focused on. You know, focus on that. We had 1.7 million jobs. We, number one, higher education, number top five in K-12. Uh, a lot of that thanks to a lot of work Jeb Bush did. And then we were 47-year low in our crime rate. Well, guess what? As re- as a result of that, all right, we passed New York in number of people because people vote for a job, their kids' education, and for and for a lower crime rate.
1: Well, I, you know, I tell people, and they don't realize it, uh, New York City New York State has a budget for twenty million people of what? Uh, three hundred and fifty million dollars. Billion, million for twenty million people. Yeah. billion. Yeah, billion. So in Florida, you have twenty-two billion, and your budget. uh, uh Jimmy uh, says to me. Jimmy Petrona says to me, it's hundred and fourteen billion. What does
9: New York do with their extra money? There's. They're spent, they're just spending money like it's going out of style. What I did as governor is every year I grew the state budget slower than my population growth. I mean, you ought to find synergies, right? We got people off unemployment by finding them a job. Uh, we made sure we stopped the tuition increases from going up. They were raising tuition 15% plus a year when I be, became governor back in uh, January of 2011. So you just figure out every day, just like you do in business, how can I do that when I want to take care of somebody less expensively?
1: The other thing people don't understand, we're getting, we're bringing in all these migrants from Central America, South America, uncontrollably. You know, I believe in immigration, but at least we should know who's coming and going.
9: Yeah, I mean, stop and think about it. We all, we all, we're all for legal immigration, and we're all against illegal immigration, and we ought to know who's coming in, and we vet them. We don't want criminals coming in. We don't want terrorists to come in. And by the way, all the money we're spending, uh, as an example, up here uh, in New York City, every day to take care of all all these people here illegally. New York City, $10 million a day. What could you do for the poorest families in this city?
1: They're starving. The poorest families, American families are starving to death. and, And the migrants from Central America, they have the finest hotels.
9: Right. And complaining that they get kicked out. I mean, so it, so it, it makes no sense. Why don't we take care of Americans first, and then let's let's allow people into our country that we want to come into the country that want to live our dream, uh, that that are are going to be tax paying American citizens. They're going to go out, build companies, build jobs, uh, make sure their kids get a good good education. So that's what we ought to be doing. Let's let's have legal immigration help build our country.
1: I everybody agrees a hundred percent. Legal immigration. We want to know. At least we should know who's coming and going. And we ought a we're a victim. Like, and, and 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 when my uh, uh, relatives came through Ellis Island, uh, they checked them to see if they have diseases. That's going to hurt other Americans. Right.
9: And plus, we know the types of jobs we have we have open in this country. Why don't we recruit people who are going to do those jobs and recruit people that want to live and work. Uh, and live the American dream. Work hard. Maybe you want to build build a company. Take care of your family, grow your family. That's what we want in this country.
1: agreed one hundred ten percent. What else is uh, uh, your thoughts? What keeps you up at three o'clock in the morning uh, when you wake up and say, "Oh crap"?
9: Well, right now I'm worried about China. Uh, I'm worried about communist China. If you if you look at what they're doing, whether it's through TikTok, or whether it's through Chinese drones, or through spy balloons, they're clearly surveilling us. Um, they they take our jobs. They lie to us about everything. So I tell everybody: stop buying anything made in China, stop putting any Chinese apps on your phone, right? And make sure, make sure we got to do everything we can to hold China accountable. That's that's number one. Number two is what's Putin doing, and what's he going to do? So that that scares me. And then Biden's budget. I mean, the Biden's budget is completely out of control. So that's when you look at when you go to the grocery store or you go get your gas and you see it up, it's because Biden can't figure out how not to spend your money. That's causing inflation.
1: Now, what I'm worried about is, since we pushed Putin away because Putin originally wanted to be a member of the European Community, right now he's allied with China. China has recruited Pakistan, India. They recruited Saudi Arabia to Ran. become allies with Iran. Right. I mean, they're creating. I mean, we, me and you, when we were growing up, we were watching James Bond movies. What was the name of the? Uh, was it thrush what was the name of the oh, evil yeah, empire yeah yeah so I they're mean, creating an evil empire
9: right so i mean you look at we have no leadership in this country right now biden's a weak leader uh, saudi, arabia, ships
1: saudi arabia saudi arabia is doing them. that yeah. because they don't trust him right
9: you can't do a deal with somebody you don't trust it's as simple as that and by the way you know biden said all these despicable things about saudi arabia uh, so i mean he, i mean he Biden is about the most—he's probably the weakest president in my lifetime, even, even weaker than Jimmy Carter.
1: Oh, this Jimmy Carter loved America. Right. Jimmy Carter was an Annapolis graduate. And he didn't lie and to he us. He and made, he made some stupid mistakes.
9: But he didn't lie to us.
1: He didn't lie to us and guaranteed he and loved, his, and his he family loved wasn't, America.
9: And his family wasn't trying to make money off some other country that, disp, that despises us. I mean, Biden needs to come clean with what his son's been doing he needs to tell us exactly what it is so we know exactly what he's done
1: and it's, it's let me tell you something I, I have tears in my eyes because it's hurting america
9: you know you, th- you think about it i grew up in a poor family most americans did uh... born to a single mom she told me thank god you live in the united states of america because you can be anything if you look at what the democrats are doing right now with the debt with the budget with the with no great foreign policy, with weak leadership, they're making a very dangerous place. This country a dangerous place to live, or out for, because of crime here and because of people like Putin and she around the world.
1: I agree 100%. Senator, I want to thank you for stopping by our office uh, this beautiful day. I mean, it could be a little warmer. I mean, you should have brought some sunlight. From, uh, I know. I didn't, even,
9: I didn't even check the weather. So, well, as you know, John, I'm up for re-election next year. So I hope uh, if anybody wants to help us, go to rickscottforflorida.com.
1: Well, you have a lot of common sense, and people would love you to stay in power. And and, uh, and straighten out Washington for us, please.
9: We will. we will. I've got a plan. Go to rescueamerica.com. I've got a plan to rescue the country. We will.
1: God bless America. All
9: Thank right. you. See John.
0: You're commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC.
4: Did you guys see those images of thousands of migrants bum-rushing the border? They were in El Paso. They actually got past Border Patrol. And they didn't get into Mexico because they got word on social media. Come on in. They'll allow you in this weekend. Well, joining us to talk about this and China and so much more is the great Pulitzer Prize writing columnist, Michael Goodwin of the New York Post. Uh, Michael, uh, those it's amazing what's going on at our border.
10: Well, uh, good evening, Rita. Yes, uh, amazing, but not surprising, given uh, the. The administration simply refuses to do anything significant. I mean, it, it is remarkable. You know, this, as a journalist, you, you report the news because you assume that, A, everybody wants to know it, but that if you are pointing out a problem, it will get solved, right? Uh, whether you're, you're, sh- you're showing that there's a, a sexual harasser in, in a bank or you're showing you know, theft in government, or you're showing a government policy failing dramatically, as is the case with the southern border. But it, it, there's no change. I mean, the Republicans have been uh, crying about this for more than two years. The media, much of the media has tried to boycott it. But but there's enough knowledge out there from the media that's been covering it uh, to know that this system is collapsed, that there is no real enforcement. The, The Border Patrol agents have become note takers. Uh, for the uh, for the illegal aliens who cross, and they they take their they arrest them, they take down their phone number and, and name and, or whatever else a phone that somebody gave them, they give them a slip and they're on their way in America. And you would think that Joe Biden would have seen that on television one night or read about it in the newspaper and said, "Wow, this is terrible. We have to stop this." Or Mayorkas would have said. You know, to Congress, uh, we, we have to stop this. We recognize this. No, he says the border is secured. <clears throat> and Joe Biden says, you know, maga, 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 and that's the end of the story. I mean, it's simply extraordinary.
3: Michael, it's, it's Richard Weinberg. It is extraordinary because what you're looking at is an invasion of the United States, an abdication by the President of the United States and his Homeland Secretary, and you have a, a Democrat Congress that says no problem, it's all okay. And how do we stop this? Andy McCarthy, who you know well, has said maybe you just have to have a hearing on impeachment of the president and Mayorkas to try to focus the issue about what's really happening. Not just you're going to get the result of impeachment, but that you're going to at least get the attention to try to focus people's attention. What do you say?
10: Well, uh, you know, look, I've thought of that, too. Particularly with Mayorkas, it might be, you know, somewhat more effective but i think the danger of failure here uh is such that if you don't at least succeed in the house in getting him impeached i mean you know you won't you're very unlikely to unless you come up with some smoking gun what? you're unlikely to get a conviction in the senate so then they would say well okay fine you impeach him but he stays in office and we go on uh so there is that risk of failure
7: yeah, and Rudy Washington, you have a question, right? Well, what I'm about to say is probably going to shock everybody. We're ready. I am now convinced that this bunch in Washington is trying to collapse America. Um, what you have coming across the border impacts ever every major city in the country. And the, and the fentanyl. And the fentanyl is it, destroying our young young who are serving the military. We're not meeting our numbers in the military. We're dumbing down America. Uh, every institution in America, look at the education system more in New York. More, look at more the about healthcare. creating,
1: uh, L, you know, military with LGBTQs and, and other things.
7: But in the face of China, how could you do this?
1: China's a bunch of guerrillas facing a bunch of, uh, you know. Michael,
3: you had this great column about Biden's being creamed by China. Would you please explain your column?
10: Well, listen, I think there have been many, many warning signs, including the balloon that flew over America's heartland uh, for four days. But I think this event involving Saudi Arabia and Iran reestablishing diplomatic relations is such a coup for China that it really just outflanks us now in the Mideast. It is this big footprint that just came, came down and America said, what? What just happened? Uh, the fact that Joe Biden seems late to every issue and always dithers until the last minute, thats that's a that's a decent American restraint in another era. But in this era where... Everything is global. Everything is instant. Uh, The failure to head off the China, Iran, Saudi Arabia nexus, and and I say head off, meaning to have solved the, the Saudi Arabia problem earlier, was the answer. Saudi Arabia wanted to be friends with America first. We were, we were Saudi Arabia's first choice, and Donald Trump exploited that successfully. Yeah, he had a great
1: relationship with them. And, and I hate Absolutely. to say it, Putin wanted to be friends with the European community.
10: Yeah, yeah, but Saudi Arabia wanted to be friends with Israel. They have a, a quiet, secret relationship, security-wise, with Israel. But they were very close to coming out and making their relationship public, perhaps joining the Abraham Accords... That's what was on the table. And Biden snubbed his nose at Saudi Arabia, said he would make it a pariah nation. And the Saudis said, oh, yeah, well, we'll find another friend. And they have found another friend in China. And China has been able to make this marriage, broker this deal. And now just think of from China's point of view, not only is it outflanked the United States in that area, it has secured uh, energy uh, transfers and energy supplies from Saudi Arabia, Iran, and Russia. Now, you can't get a, a, a global pact better than that for your energy needs. China is set pretty much forever with its energy needs at the expense of the global economy, at the expense of Ukraine, at the expense of the East. I mean, what happens now to Iran? Is it going to just sort of... Walk away from the U.S. The sanctions don't matter. I mean, it, does do the sanctions even matter anymore? Because China is obviously not going to abide by them. Perhaps Saudi Arabia won't. I mean, this is a real hornet's nest of trouble. And Joe Biden seems yeah. to have been sleeping through the whole thing.
4: Scary. You know, before I let you go, Michael, you and I were talking earlier about left wing groups now pushing Biden to get migrants Uh, those even in federal custody to vote for the 2024 elections. Really stunning. Real quick, your response to that, Michael Goodwin.
10: Well, it's sort of what Rudy Washington was just saying. I mean, it does feel as though this is an attempt to break America. If you if you lose the distinction between legal and illegal, which we already have when it comes to immigrants, it it doesn't matter anymore how you got here, whether you broke the law or not. You still get a a free bed and a free college tuition, according to Eric Adams. Um, and, And now why not have them vote, too? I mean, why not? I mean, why not give them everything for nothing?
4: Wow, really scary stuff, Michael Goodwin. We love you. We appreciate you, the great Pulitzer Prize winning columnist at the New York Thank Post. Thank you so much, Michael. We
1: really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank great you, and, stuff. Wow. and all of us in the studio. What is this? What do we stand for? Truth, Truth justice, and the American, American way. way. God bless America. We need God's help.